Outer Space presents Watch This or Die. Welcome everybody to another episode of Killer Pod from Outer Space. We're coming at you with a Watch This or Die edition. My name is Vinny. I'm here with the ever-present Jeff DiBattista. What's up, party people? And happy Texas Chainsaw Massacre Day. Yes. August 18th, 1973. The events that took place at the Sawyer home. Oh, so it's the events, not the release of the movie? No, yes, yeah, okay. the events. All right, all right. Well, I dig that. Yeah, it was a fun little thing, especially because I didn't even think about it. And Friday the 13th kind of came and went. I didn't even think about that either. Are you going to... uh, Oh, you didn't watch it? No, I didn't do shit. (laughs) Um, I was bumming that day. I watched a little Jason Goes to Hell. Nice. Are you going to watch Chainsaw Massacre? No, because I'm going to go home and go directly to bed. I am beat. These These Mahoning trips are like two-day recovery times now. Big time. Yeah. All right, well... Why don't you tell us about it? Where oh, are man. you doing the Mahoning? So I got to go to the Mahoning for a Tunnel Vision Tuesday. Um, Big Trouble Little China, another childhood favorite. John Carpenter. Uh, at this point, I think I've seen like every Carpenter movie up there. Yeah. It's been a and lot. 35 mil. Yeah. Uh, the trailers were fun. They did uh, Dark Star, Body Bags, The Thing, and Elvis the Movie, which was funny. Little I never had seen anything from that, so it was interesting to see. And then pre-show, they did a Tex Avery cartoon, and it was the um, the cartoon that he watches in the mask. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was cool. Oh, that is cool. I really want to go to the Nick Cage screening. Yeah, that'd be fun. It's too short. Like that's already written for work. Well, yeah, but. But I wish I went that, announced that one a little bit. Yeah, they didn't go super crazy cage either because you got to think all oh, that stuff's kind of newer. Yeah, and the poster's dope. I yeah, wish I get a sense by giving cool. that poster. Very cool poster. All right. Well, I'm upset I missed out on the uh, Tunnel Vision Tuesday. Yeah, you got it. Was the whole crew minus me? Yep. Whole Jeffrey of gang course, of good brothers. Shane, Joseph, Lyle, no me. No, Vinny. Only I two other campers. Working. But a full, pretty full lot in the front. Uh, everyone seemed to hang out after the show. There was a lot of chatter up front, so everyone seemed to be having a good time. That's good. Um, all right, let's dive into these beers, because I'm willing to stay cold. Yeah. You're going to take all night to drink yours. Yeah, pretty much. All right, same beer, different art on each can. Oh, okay. So this is <laughs> the Good Monster a New England double IPA, eight percent. Collective arts, from okay. collective arts. Dope can. So. Yeah, I like mine. It got a cool tiger on it with like uh, blank pupils, a little spaceman. Yeah, I got some I like blue it. blue uh, demonist hands with a tentacle wrapping around them and uh, nice. coming out of the ice type of thing. I like it. Good stuff. Let's see what it's all about. Mmm. Tasty. Not as tasty as the Beer Zombies beer. Oh, yeah. Uh, you'd have to go on my untapped to see what it is, because I cannot remember at the moment. <laughs> Probably should have wrote that down. I have no notes tonight, so if I stumble and stutter more than usual, that's why. This beer is good. Yeah, I mean, you never know it's a double, 8%. Yeah, these, very smooth. these doubles and triples are getting way too smooth. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I have a little music for you. It's on for you, actually. For me? Yeah, so I was on Spotify, did 2000's Metal Deep Dive, and a band that I never really got into, but I know you're a big fan, uh, Damage Plan came on. Oh, yes. Yeah, so not my scene, just one record from them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm... So they they weren't around very long? They did the one album, they were on tour, and that's when Dime got murdered. Yeah, I wasn't super... I never got super into them. I liked what I was hearing. Um... But they were just never my cup of tea. I mean, Dime just, I mean, he shreds like he always did. Yeah. The vocalist, um, certain songs I really like his vocals, others not okay. so much. All right. Um, did you check out the song uh, Fuck You? I yeah. don't even remember what came on, but I did see. Check out that one. Best right. vocals from Corey Taylor. Okay, no, I didn't. It wasn't that then. But I did check out the, the record after it came on because I completely, like, forgot about them as a band. I was like, oh, yeah. wow. I think Pride's my favorite song from that album. Okay. Good stuff. Alright, but yeah, um, I enjoyed it. Speaking of music, we had the Outer Heaven show. Oh, that was very fun. That was a blast. Saturday in the park, man. Yeah. It was lovely. That was just so good to get back to a show. Yeah. And I'm glad that was the first one back for me. Yeah. Um, they they just ripped it, man. Dude, like, they're so Zach tight. Was, Zach was shredding. The um, vocalist, vocalist was out really of control, good. Man, and yeah. brought super good energy. It, yeah. was, it was a good time. Yeah, they're gonna. If we can get back to you know regular touring, I just read that we're gonna have to bring our COVID cards to uh, Metal oh, and yeah. Beer Fest. But I mean, if they can get back to it, man, they're gonna. They're gonna I think they're gonna turn some heads, especially with the layoff, and people are gonna be just wanting new music, and you know, they're gonna uh, they're gonna be on some bills, and people are gonna get their asses kicked, and they're gonna like it. Yeah, it was good. Um, don't have anything else for music. So, as far as watching stuff goes, I checked out uh, Quiet Place Two. Okay. You see the first one? No, I did not. Well, you should watch it. Krasinski. Right. I know who it is. Um, this one was a, it was a fine enough sequel. Okay. I liked. Uh, they explored. You know, so the first one takes place like after the outbreak of whatever the monster is assumed alien um and you don't see any flashbacks to when it all went down mm-hmm. and this flashes back to day one hmm. and it was cool they should have done more with it though but i guess he's trying oh to- maybe yeah maybe they're planning more yeah i mean it was uh it was good fine, fine sequel yeah. nothing nothing crazy that i would say run out and break down your nearest red box right away okay. but I watched uh, my Raw Force Blu-ray, finally. I'm getting around to these, this stack. Uh, very fun. I took your advice. I went on Letterboxd. I wrote a little review for it. Oh, you did? So yeah, you yeah. It? Yeah. I've always had it. Apparently, it deleted everything I had in there, though. Oh, good. Well, then we'll have to... Uh... So, it's fresh. All I have in there right now is Mausoleum, uh, Bill Paxton, and this, uh, Raw Force. Um, check out the Letterboxd app. It's pretty cool. Um have we talked about it before? We've not. Oh. It's essentially, so for our beer drinkers out there, craft beer drinkers, it's untapped for movies. Yeah. Um, it's a great database. I use it a lot. Um, instead of using like Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, to check out reviews for an unknown movie. Because there's no critics on there. It's all people like us writing these reviews. So I have to see what the people are saying, not necessarily a critic. And some of these people 
So for a, a really bad movie, it's great reading the reviews because people write really clever, hilarious shit. Nice. Trashing the movie. It's, yeah. it's fun to read. Uh, Raw Force is definitely some great garbage. Uh, if you're into that, I highly recommend it. I would give it a solid 8 on the Jeff scale of nonsense. I loved it. So now I got a whole other stat. That finally finished off the Vinegar Syndrome. Now I got to get into my Severn movies. And then a whole Godzilla box set. Oh, yeah. Oh, excited for you to watch that one. Yeah, me too. So when you wrote the Letterbox reviews, did you do it in your old Twitter style? Or did you write just like a straight review? Uh, it's semi-bad movie synopsis, but also I'm, it's truthful what I wrote. Okay. Um, yeah, keep going with the bad movies. I'm synopsis. under Burke Devlin on there, I think, if anyone cares. We got to get that yeah, link we'll, tree we'll, thing We'll going. have to post it. We'll make a post tonight with our both our Letterboxes, but... yeah. Um, I write just like a straight up short review. Some people write really long ones. Yeah. Just a short one. Sometimes sarcasm. But Jeff's, uh, what just call it? Bad movie? I just call it a bad movie synopsis. That's bad what it used to be called. They're, they're very fitting for the movie. So you'll be informed on what it's about and hilarious. Like I give him some credit on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also I watched, and I think maybe you would dig this. Did you ever get into, um... You know that uh, Chiller channel? Did you ever get into Slasher, their TV show? No. It's good. It's not like... I mean, it's a slasher, so like, there's a lot of plot holes and some questionable acting. But I've always been entertained by them. They've, it's past hands. It was on Chiller. And I think either Netflix was just showing it or maybe did season two. Mm. And now it's exactly where it belongs and Shudder got it. Oh, okay. And put out a brand new season. Okay. And it's, it's interesting. It's a, yeah. Very uh, good kills, good gore, and the story for this one is a bunch of rich yuppies go to the grandfather's house, and they play, like they're just like awful people, and they play like this twisted game to win uh, a gold bar, and then obviously there's slasher shenanigans okay. going. Right on. Uh, what else going on? Oh, I saw the Toxic Avenger remake is done f- shooting mm-hmm. so that's cool i'm excited for that <clears throat> we'll see how long that takes to actually get out into the, the ether next summer i hope so i hope it's sooner rather than later yeah i'm really interested to see what they're doing with it i trust the hands it's in so that's good um i have i didn't really watch i watched a couple episodes of y50 today which made me happy uh, Big Trouble that. Little China last night Like I said, the movie we're about to watch This or Die um, But I'm, I'm about to start going Hard on some movies uh, We got a list coming up that I don't Really need to research too too much So I'm going to have Not some right time Yeah, There's one or two things I want to rewatch Because it's been a long time We're going to be This might be the most different We go about a list I don't know, Jim Carrey was pretty different. No, I mean, different like you and I. Oh, yeah, probably. It's, it's probably. Gonna be, yeah, it's going to be different. It's a cage match. I'll give people that, and it's coming from my brain. So. A little sneak peek. I'll yeah. be dropping on you. Hopefully next week, Hopefully depending. Hopefully next week. we got a Phillies game next week. And right we got a weeks. we got a special guest, good brother Pete, the unofficial third host of Killer Pod, is going to be joining us on that one. He demanded it, as a matter of fact. So, Hopefully, uh the night we picked was not a problem for him. Yeah, hopefully. We'll get with him. We'll figure it out. So I have some exciting... Ma- I don't know if I mentioned this. 
I've been checking my. Do you have this uh, shop app where it tells you like it has all of your online purchases and tells you the shipping? No. It's helpful, okay. but I'm addicted because I have some great mail days coming up, and all these t-shirt companies, I love them, and I, and I, this is not even remotely a gripe. They take a long time to ship because they're small operations. Absolutely, they gotta, yeah, they got they, it. I mean, they're completely understandable, but I'm checking this app religiously, even though there's a chime that tells me when stuff ships, because I got some stuff coming. Here's what's on its way. I got the, the Ghostface 1996 poster for Scream on a t-shirt, Pentagram Peter Pan. From Rough Cut Flan- Fan Club, I have the, their new Mandy shirt. Yeah, they're good. Dope. From Graveyard Goods, I have a dope uh, 1991 poster-style Point Break shirt coming that I'm very excited about because in the back, it has uh, Gary Busey doing the fingers and says, Utah, get me two. And then, finally, from Cavity Colors, I have a sweet pair of Camp Blood Jogger pants coming. Nice. And I hope that it all just works out that they come one four days in a row. Yeah. Every day come from work. It's like a, special, a little, little Christmas times. It was five. I, um, what's the name of the t-shirt company? Damn it. That, I got my, um, We Save the Mahoning shirt. Uh, VHS something? No. I forget. I know what, it, I can see their logo in my head and I can't think of their name. I feel bad. All right, well, I got that yeah, one. I also have a we point break. We saved the Mahoning t-shirt. We'll be I also have the point pride. break coming, but different one. I like mine a little better. Yours is much more uh, summer surfer style. Yes, absolutely. Which I, which I like. Yeah. Um, man, yeah. It's been, a, it's been a slow week. I'm a little tired, so I can't really think all that, that, uh, that wonderful. But I'm looking forward to a lot coming up. There's a lot coming up. Uh, and we, we, just, we just keep adding more ideas to the list. So yeah. The list of lists we're going to make. <laughs> yeah, I got Trenton Punk Rock Flea Market coming up this weekend. Hoping to see some people there. Um, I haven't heard anything from Catfight Coffee about that. I have to either hit him up or just hope he's going to be there. Um, then following that, we got a Phillies game, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Even though they're blowing it now. It'll be fine. And uh, after that, it's... Fantasy football fiascos for me. Oh, yeah. Fantasy season's upon us. But these people don't care about that. No. All right, let's dive into this movie. Well, I thought you had a, a fun little... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Because you were well, very excited. Here. Yeah. Let me run something by you. Tell me your favorite flavor slash type of Bush's Baked Beans. Oh, my goodness. Home style. Home Without style? a doubt. Classic yeah. guy? Uh, no, no. Classic's different. Home style. Oh, like, that's the one with the bits of bacon in it. Yeah, and it's a little sweeter. Oh, that's my favorite. I get a big can of that. Just cut up some hot dogs. You ever explore the uh, grilling beans? The grilling beans are okay. They're hit or miss. They're pretty good. I like the pit ones a lot. The pit ones are good. Yeah. The, I had another... I don't even think the one that I thought was disgusting they make anymore. Like Santa Fe or something like that. Not good. Yeah, not it was good. not good. Uh, the bourbon one's pretty good. They, they need to do like a... Especially because it's all trendy now in the barbecue community... Uh, like a Carolina Gold beans. Yeah, I actually just bought a bottle of Carolina Red. Oh, I didn't buy it. We got it for free. Uh, Carolina Red, but I've had some Carolina Gold. I'm a big vinegar. Vinegar and mustard. Yeah. That's, that's, vinegar mm. barbecue sauce really gets me going these days. And uh, vinegar mustard, yeah, it's really good. Really good. I'm not into that Alabama white like you guys. You and Shane are really on that. I don't that. like it that much. I thought you were really into it. No, I mean, I like putting a little <laughs> drizzle on my brisket. Okay, I, thought I, you just... I haven't gotten any... Gotten in to put on everything. I, I tried it. Some wings with it. But, okay. And I didn't like them. Yeah. Okay. 
it was uh, disappointing. All right. Basically putting mayonnaise on wings. Ugh, yeah, I don't see that being really good. Mm-mm. And I love mayonnaise, but on wings. Now, at Uncle B's, when you get, so they do smoked wings, when you get the buffalo smoked wings, they give you Alabama white to dip in instead of blue cheese and ranch. Oh, okay. That's a nice item. Okay. I'm into that. Um, yeah, I can get behind that a lot. Bush's beans, though. That's a good one, man. I love them. They're, they're delicious. Yeah. It's a summer, summer staple in our cupboards. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you want to introduce this week's Watch This or Die? Yeah, sure. Um, we were exploring the shutter, just trying to find something that we haven't, either of us haven't seen. Uh, it seemed like one of those movies that, you know, like you hear about, but just never seen it. And we came up with Vigilante, uh, 1982 William Lustig action. I had no idea William Lustig directed it until the title screen. Yeah, uh, action drama kind of thing going on. Um, Want to read the synopsis for everybody? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I'm umming a lot tonight. You can tell I'm tired. You're not safe anymore. New York City factory worker Eddie Marino is a solid citizen and regular guy until the day a sadistic street gang brutally assaults his wife and murders his child. When a corrupt judge sets the, th- sets the thugs free, Eddie goes berserk and vows revenge. Mm. Now that synopsis... Is not true. <laughs> what? He doesn't go berserk. It's very, it's, it's very methodical. Which is what so. I was expecting. What? Him to go berserk? Yeah, because it was like as soon as I saw it was a lustig, I was like, oh, this thing's gonna be gory as shit. Like, dude, this yeah. dude did maniac for Christ's sake. Um, I was so happy and surprised to see it was lustig. I am a huge fan of lustig because if you look at his work, he's d- produced like two hundred movies, but only directed like twelve. Uh, but he loves using that old grimy New York. Oh yeah, and that's so fun to see. I mean, it's probably was scary as hell to live there, but to see on screen just that how nasty it was essentially. Yeah, and I mean, even for someone that's not terribly familiar with Lustig, like even Steph when we were watching it was like, this feels like Maniac. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, another surprise because I didn't, I didn't want to. I mean, I read the synopsis before you told me about it. I mean, after you told me about it, we, we agree we're going to do this one. But I didn't want to read anything else about it. Opening scene, scene, Fred Williamson. Yeah. Uh, I was shocked to see him in it because I had no idea. Yeah. I was. And just his little monologue ends. Take it. <laughs> he, uh, he should have been the movie, in my opinion. It should have been more about him. Um, I thought it was kind of cool that he was just, like, running this vigilante group of guys yeah yeah I mean look the, the, and convinces the uh, main character to the idea is cool definitely a cool idea um, it just there's so many damn chases in this movie car chases car chases foot chases cars yeah. chasing people on feet there's one chase where it's like they start on foot they jump in cars the one guy jumps out of the car the other guy stays in the car then by the end of it they're both on foot again I like the uh, parkour chase yeah, you like that? That was so badly... Yeah, the choreography of the fighting, so bad. Yeah. The, uh, if you want to call them stunts, <laughs> like all this just... The jumping off the roof. Yeah. It's, it's, both doing it's, like, it's the same jump. Why are we saying it's not well done. I Wait, so you, are you... I'll jump right to it. Are you giving this a die? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I had a blast of this. Really? I really I expected it. so much more from it. That's why. I think it was unfocused um, in that... 
like I said, I think Fred Williamson and the Vigilante crew should have been more of the focus. Um, because uh, the the main character, um, Freddie or Frank? Frank Marino? Marino is his last name. But his wife gets assaulted. He, and uh, he's a legit actor. He's Oh, no, Robert Forrester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, his wife gets assaulted and like all stabbed up, and his son gets blown, blown through a window with a shotgun, and it's like an infant, it, like a three-year-old yeah, kid like a or something. Son, yeah. Um, but then he goes to jail because he attacked the judge. I know, but like that whole part of the movie didn't need to be there. Nothing in jail happens that makes me like. I thought jail was what was going to make him tough and like nutty, and he was going to learn to kill. He's just in jail trying not to get raped for like twenty-five minutes. Well. The uh, his mentor in jail didn't he? But that guy's not his mentor. That's what's weird about it. Like, there's this. Well, he was just like protecting. Him. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of weird. Yeah, shit. there's a lot of just weird, unfocused stuff. And like I, like I said, I like the the gritty New York. There's a lot of things I liked about the movie. But if someone I like the was like, of it. if someone was like, "Do I need to watch this?" I'd be like, "Nah, you'll, you'll be fine." It's go watch um, Death Wish or something. The, the guy in jail, too, I didn't understand. Like, you don't know why he's there. You just kind of gather that he's, like, the OG of the jail. And but he can fight. Oh, yeah, he can rumble. Shit. There's, like, a huge Debo-looking black dude and his <laughs> little, like, white man slave, I guess. And they're like, constantly trying to rape uh, Marino. Like, but he, And it's weird, too, because he, so he attacks the judge, goes to jail for contempt, and they send him to, like, a federal prison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's probably a little bit much. And then, like, he's in jail, accomplishes nothing, and then he's out of jail. But then the whole tone of the movie, like, shifts, which is what I really liked about the movie. The score was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Like, the one, um, I think it was a car chase or a foot chase. It was, like, some kind of weird, like, clown music almost. It was, like, bump, 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 bump. Yeah, there was... It was weird music, but it was good. It, it works. Like, the music that plays when he gets out of jail and he's just on that mission to find Fred Williamson to be, and he's like, walks through the handball court and just, like, bumping into people, just stays focused. That music playing was badass. Yeah. Badass. Um, there's a lot of quirky stuff, a lot of stuff that wouldn't fly in movies today. Yeah, yeah, a lot of... Um, a lot of blood. The blood The blood effects and the shoot... The, Bullet squibs and stuff look really yeah. good. Um, the, uh, oh, they were mean to that gas station guy. Yeah, I thought they were gonna light him on fire for sure. Yeah, that's, I guess they probably didn't have that in the budget. The um, so the there's a gang. What are they called? The Headhunters. Yeah. Um, their leader is like this Puerto Rican guy who I read was actually like a legit star in New York at the time. Uh, he was a salsa singer. Oh. Yeah, and he was like a big deal in New York. Um. But that's another thing about the movie that I didn't like. Like, the vigilante crew is, like, taking down this gang. But this gang is, like, connected to all these other people that I don't think a gang would really be connected to. Like, oh, they're paying them off. The one dude's selling Correct. drugs. They beat the shit out of him. He's like, who's giving you the drugs? He tells them this pimp guy. And the pimp guy tells him, after they ruin his day... He tells him it's like that uh, businessman guy. Mm-hmm. And, like, they just get to him, no problem. Like, it's just like they show up in his garage and blow him away. Um, trying to remember the exact context. The wife, the wife after the gas station incident, and she sees the guys outside. 
before the assault. Uh-huh. They gave her the raw deal. I guess like, didn't believe her. Yeah, that was terrible. The cop was like, the cops- lady, relax. <laughs> yeah, what do you say? Uh, and then the other guy at the gas station, when she's like, are you going to do something? He's like, lady. Mm. <laughs> no. Yeah, the cops didn't seem to give a damn. Yeah. Um, the, there's a weird side story with the, the black cop who knows they're vigilantes, but they won't bust them because like they don't want to like glorify it. And then... Yeah. He just randomly gets blown away yeah, by the game. That? that was a, quite the scene. Like, that, like, what was the purpose? Of I don't that? know. It just like cuts to this squad car patrolling a neighborhood, and then this blue van pulls up. The door slides open, and it's like six of the gang members with machine guns, and they light this cop. That was actually a really good that, for like a low budget movie, which that I'm guessing good. that was. Yeah, I mean, and they the whole blow yeah, this car to hell. Uh, Leslie was getting a little RC with like after it's all blown away, and the headlight like slowly goes out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I found it funny too when after the wife's like stabbing and beating and whatnot, um, the list of injuries the doctor gives it's like ah oh, she's gonna be like paralyzed like she can't and then she just up and at him up and at my stomach thirty yeah thirty days later like her biggest concern is she has like some scars on her yeah. chest he said like her her spinal cord and neck were like twisted I was like well that means like she's done like severed yeah yeah and like. No, nope. so they they don't get into it other than the scene they tried to make very dramatic with the doctor. He's like, "Why can't I see my wife?" He's like, "Well, she doesn't want to see she you." Want to see you. So why did she blame the husband? This would be. I don't work? know. The context I took from that in the beginning is that they were losing touch with each other because when they're in the park with the kid flying the plane, and he lays on the blanket, and she's like. We need to be together more, all of us, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but he was just at work. What did she want? Uh, yeah, to do? I don't know. I don't know. Even the husband was like, "I was at work." What yeah, you do? he <laughs> said, you, "You're going to blame this on me." Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That was very strange. Um, but like a lot of strange things in the movie that just happened. Yeah. Um, the vigilante gang themselves is just strange because it's only like three dudes. Right. And like they just like the I head said. Dude just- it's th- three dudes and they just find these guys all the time like no effort whatsoever they so what do you think about the leader what do you kill him uh, the which is the black dude the leader or is it the Puerto, Puerto Rican guy ah uh, when they killed him yeah oh that was badass I like when the his gank gets shot in the gut oh my god like dude that feet. that's yeah that is one of the most ferocious shotgun blasts I've, I wasn't even no, it was like it a, was a handgun. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't even a shotgun. They shotgun the uh, the business guy yeah. and his like limo driver. He takes a good one too when he goes into the water. And then I don't know why or how it happened, but when the water splashes up, it's like a shark bit him or something. There's just blood flying everywhere. So a shotty will do. I guess so. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was not a great movie overall for me. I, I really enjoyed it. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be getting this one on blue probably. Really. I they just want to sh- see some behind-the-scenes stuff. They showed it at the Mahoning last week, two weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, With what? I think it was a Tuesday. Oh, the television? Yeah. Um, it's just too, like I said, it's too all over the place for me. I expected I'm way more like ass-kicking. Um, but, like, yeah, when he kills the, the Puerto Rican gang leader guy, like, he does it pretty badass. Like, he doesn't say a word. He, like, he shoots him once in the shoulder... And the guy's... Sometimes it's like, it wasn't me, it was whatever Yeah, guy. yeah, and he's like, you killed my family or something. And then he just, like, pops him in the stomach and drops the gun like a gangster and walks out. 
And then crazy bitch comes out of the bathroom. Yeah. And gets it from, uh, what's his name? Yeah, uh, Fred Williamson. Yeah. That is, yeah, that was definitely, like, the most over-exaggerated, <laughs> like, gunshot effect. I think they, they, um... Did one of those? I don't even know what it is. I'm gonna say crane, but it's not. But where like they they jerk the actor back, like and they slow the frames down. Yeah, yeah. yeah she went things. flying. Then. Yeah, yeah. Um, Surprise! The, the kid's body didn't go flying out the window because I thought I thought that, that was, was more. That was well, happen. that I mean that would have been, but it was almost more effective that like the blinds were down and you hear the shotgun go off and just a massive amount of blood just sprays all over the window. Like, well, it breaks through the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the number two, him, his death wasn't that great. Uh, I like the blood effect around him, like his brains were out or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was like very goopy. And his his final um, line made it more bad. What do you say? Like this ain't shit to me or something. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, ain't shit to me. Yeah, but that's like it was so anticlimactic. Yeah, like yeah, it's a it's time. a it's a foot chase. Well, it's the car, then the foot, and then the car. It's that chase. And they go to, like, a like an oil rig. I don't even know what it is. Steel mill or something. Yeah. And he just, like, squ- they square up. And then, and then he just grabs- Marino just grabs him <laughs> and tosses him over. <laughs> like, it's it's the most anticlimactic um, fight or demise ever. But what redeemed it was the final kill. Which I did not see coming for some reason because I thought they were just gonna like move past it when he blows up the judge's car. Yep, I was very happy to see yep. that. Um, because I like they show the judge get into his car, and all I'm thinking is like, how does this like they're gonna do a car bomb? But I'm like, how does this guy know how to make a car bomb? When did yeah. he have time to do this? <laughs> You're running around the city. Maybe he had that um, the anarchist cookbook. Ah, oh, maybe. Uh, yeah, the judge had to get it. I'm surprised William Lustig, the lawyer, didn't get it. Who, Joe Spinell? Huh? Joe Spinell's the lawyer. I thought that was William Lustig himself. Nah, that's Joe Spinell from Maniac. Oh! Yeah, you're... Oh, yeah, yeah. Duh. Yeah, Joe, uh, Joe Spinell. Was, uh, yeah, that was weird. Especially... That was weird, too, because, like... You're supposed to think that he's a corrupt lawyer... But he didn't do anything he was corrupt. Doing defense, what he's like, supposed to do. Yeah, like, like why they pay him? Yeah, they like pay him in the bathroom in cash, and he's yeah. like talking all this stuff. But when they go into the courtroom, he just does exactly just what a lawyers. lawyer would do. Yeah, I was very confused by that. It's the judge that's corrupt. Like the judge is the one. So I'm not sure what the point of the whole bathroom payoff scene was. Well, I'm just get him in there. Oh yeah, from you know it's his buddy from Maniac. Apparently he was like loaded. The entire—I mean, he's only in it for like a minute, but he was like loaded, oh, yeah. and like he didn't show up on time, and he was all like drunk out of his mind <laughs> and stuff. Um. So this was definitely a um, exploitation of Death Wish, obviously. Oh, for sure. For Just sure. much later, like almost ten years later, they went. Yeah. Uh, but I would say the more obvious thing is Death Death Wish, but this. Makes me think, um, have you seen Law Abiding Citizen? Yep. I think it was influenced by this. Well, I think in another movie that I was going to talk about, uh, Death Sentence, was definitely yes. uh, inspired by this. It's almost the same movie. Yeah. I mean, aside from yeah. the weird, like, 
corruption stuff. It's just about how the systems failed and yeah, like that sentence a much better execution. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They really they really thought the uh, the stuff in death sentence out. <laughs> the I don't know. The movie itself just didn't didn't click with me for whatever reason and it's yeah, weird because it surprises it's, me yeah it, does, it did seem like from the get-go i was like oh i'm gonna you would think uh, this would be your bag and not mine yeah. and i didn't it wasn't one of those movies i picked up my phone and started looking at like rando crap it just it just never clicked like i thought at some point like it was gonna get super gritty and violent and it just never happened and like i said i think the jail part really took me out of it because i was like why are we worried about him in jail and he's not learning anything he's just like avoiding rape yeah which was like literally it that's all he was doing in jail you know he doesn't get really any words of wisdom from the old head he just says like he says like whatever you're gonna do make sure you do it and don't get caught don't get like don't get put back in here something like that and that's it like then he leaves jail well like (laughs) it's pretty basic stuff (laughs) i would say that's wisdom at all don't get caught all right cool well, I got a kick out of it. My vote is, everybody listening, give this a watch. Especially right. if you have Shudder, you might as well. Well, if you have Shudder, you should be watching everything on there anyway, like I don't. So, Too much. There's too much on there. I just saw all the Phantasm movies that are about to go on, except for two, which always bums me out because that's my favorite There's one. a bunch I want to watch on there. Yeah, there's a lot. There's uh, a new one that just hit. What do you think about that Teddy one? You going to watch that? Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. I just figured we should wait on okay. the werewolf thing. Is it a werewolf movie, though? It's, yeah, I would think so. It just seemed like a hairy monster. Maybe. Could be. Yeah, I mentioned Full Moon. Oh, did it? Mm-hmm. I didn't even see that. Um, yeah, there is a lot on there. A lot, a lot. I was actually on the thing. There's something like 300 movies right now, or titles. I, I think more than that. Maybe, maybe it was 600. I don't know. It was high, though. I remember being like shocked at the number. It, it's hard to have time to consume all this. Well, yeah, especially when you're buying Blu-rays and watching stuff for this. Watching Yellowstone. And you're watching your Yellowstone, and I'm watching my old game shows. <laughs> Man, it's hard. It's a hard life. Hard There's a life. new one that just hit Shudder that I'm not sure you would be interested in, but... Oh, I'm interested in everything. It's just a matter of getting to it. Let me see if I can find this real quick without causing too much dead air. Nah, just look it up. I got it. I love Shudder so much, but I really... Like, you going back to whatever chiller channel, I really miss Fearnet. Yeah. I liked Fearnet a lot. That was fun. They did, like, uh, in the mornings, on, like, Saturday mornings, they did, like, Tales from the Crypt Keeper and Ah Real Ghostbusters and Eerie Indiana. And then, like, they were really up on the... Halloween season, like they would do, like they wouldn't have all the Friday the 13th, but they'd play like a bunch in a row, stuff like that. Like it was just easy to like put it on and like, oh, cool, I don't have to change the channel because something decent's coming on after this, and we're good for the day. Can't wait for Halloween time between Turner Classics. AMC hasn't really been doing it for me. Nah, um, I mean they do all right, but they show the same shit every. Turner Classics kills it around Halloween. I think they've really cut the schedule down. I don't know why we're talking about Halloween right now. It's August, but... Hell, Halloween stuff's out in stores and pumpkin beers are everywhere, so we might as well, right? It's the trend uh, now. Oh, Vicious Fun. I think we already mentioned mm. it. We gotta do that one. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, God, Halloween. It's right around the corner, kind of. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much upon us. I can't wait. I can't wait for fall. I'm like, I'm a winter. I want summer to be over. Yeah, I'm a winter bitcher. Like, I'm like, oh, I hate this cold. I can't wait for it to be warm again. But damn, like, this summer has had some days where I'm just like, this is beyond hot. Yeah. Like, sweating. I mean, winter may not even be cold anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, winter. Well, February was pretty rough. Yeah. This year. Snow. Yeah. But, like, March kicked up. And I remember being in, like, a park on a beautiful March day. Like, um, Global warming is not bad. Eh, it is. <laughs> That's why I got to kill lanternflies, all right? Mm-hmm. Prevent global warming, kill lanternflies. That's what I, that's what I hear. Um, any, uh, any other good TV that you, you can think of coming up? Anything new? I know you're excited Walking Dead's coming back. I'm excited for that. Um, sort of real life horror related. Um, I've heard about that show called uh, Doctor Death on Peacock. Yes, Joshua Jackson, Mighty Ducks is, yeah. is the star. Yeah, based on true events. A uh, doctor that authorities thought he, he, he so they think he was had so many mistakes during surgeries and killed so many people. They began to believe it couldn't be just mistakes. Dun dun dun. You should get on HBO Max one night, you and your lady, and find all these old docs. They're HBO docs from the late 90s, early 2000s. They're called Autopsy with Dr. Kenneth Baden. They're interesting as hell. Hmm. It's about a bunch of crimes that were basically solved after the fact using forensic science. And okay. it's, it's graphic. Like, they show, like, dead bodies and stuff. But... Some of the stories on there are insane. Like motive and all that? Yeah. Like this lady that kept killing her kids and then like blaming it on something else and they found out she was like poisoning their Tylenol. Like there's nutty stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah. Right, I'll check that out. Yeah. It's, Actually, it's, speaking of docs, did I tell you? Maybe three of them or something. Three or four of them. Yeah, I'll definitely. I love that kind of stuff. Um, sorry, listeners. Again, not horror or movie related whatsoever. But did you're you, used to it by now. <laughs> did I tell you about the doc I watched on Netflix, the uh, Mouse yes. in the Palace? Yes, I got to watch that. I'm very very interesting. Like, yeah. Very interesting. It's only an hour. Yeah, I'll check that out for sure. I Sports remember watching fans. it. Watched it live. Check out Mouse in the Palace. In the Palace. Um, yeah, man. I'm just excited. I'm excited for the weather to get cool. I got a fire pit I'm going to build. I got... Oh, speaking of TV, Shane was pretty high on the American Horror Story. Now it's Shane... Wait, like the whole series? Or no, the, the new, new one. one. I don't know. Because he said that they're doing like short stories as opposed to a full season that's connected or something. So I guess it's kind of got like a creep show vibe going on. All right. I mean, I'll try it, but I, I do not like that show. <laughs> I never got into it. I it's tried to good. watch a little bit of the first season. The I like Dylan McDermott. two seasons were good. And then Once the, the gimpy thing showed up, I was out. And Lady Gaga and all that stuff. Oh, she was in it? Yeah, but like, with, so what happened was the creative team behind Glee, once American Horror Story got hot after season two, uh, they joined American Horror Story. I got you. And some of that Glee stuff started to come through, so there was like a lot of musical stuff going on, like with the huh. characters singing, and I was like, I'm out. I'm That's out. weird. I have no problem with musicals. I love musicals, but in that show, it was forced and it just didn't make sense. Hmm. 
Well, unrelated to horror, uh, Always Sunny season 15 started filming today. That's right. very that's very fun. I will. I mean, I'll watch that show as long as they're gonna make it. That's uh -huh. for sure. Yeah, season 15. That's wild. Yep, longest running American sitcom live action ever. Hmm. It's wild. Just a beat Seinfeld. Just a guy from Philly writing a show about terrible people. <laughs> the best kind of terrible people. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, October, Halloween time. We need to have the four weeks, if we can fit more than four weeks, planned out. Because we know of two things. Well, you, we got to get on it then, man. We got to get on it. We got to get ahead of the game. Well, it, no, I won't mention it. I'm, Mm, whatever. All right, let's wrap this All baby right. up. Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Watch This or Die. Sorry for the low energy levels on my part. Uh, like I said, my honing trips are now like a two-day recovery process. They are still fun as hell, though, and I will not stop doing them. Vinny, any parting words for the people? No. Everybody, have a good night. Look forward to a, uh, well, whatever time of day you're listening to this, <laughs> Uh, look forward to a new War Games next week. And we need to figure out a link tree so you guys can check out the T Public, our untapped, our link, our letterboxed. And, you know, if you're interested in any of that crap, you can get on our Instagram when we figure out how to do that. And just click on a button, right? You said it's yep. that easy? We'll get it together. All right, well, I'm Jeff, he's Vinny. Until next time, love, peace, and chicken grease. We're out. We are out.